you have a podcast, edit it. Nobody wow. like wants to hear everything you who, have to who, say. Who tweeted that? The Queen of England? I don't. Pro- yeah, I think it was. She was like, "If you have a podcast, <laughs> you know what I say to that? Do be so kind as to edit it. I don't have um uh, a PA. Tea I don't know what to tell you. Time is only one hour long. <laughs> that is when I listen to my podcast. For the love of me, <laughs> tea time is should only be one hour. Long live. Me. <laughs> Along hey, with the me. Well, guess what, everybody who's listening to this? First of all, you're listening to the 500 Sir greatest. Sir Charles is fucking pissed right now. Yeah, he's over there just <laughs> fuming like, how dare? How dare? That's, that's my, pretty good. That's my impression of him. That's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty good. But you, right now, listener, are I bumped the mic here. Call, but I'm sorry. That's okay. Listening to the 500 Greatest Films podcast. And number two, this is not edited and nor shall it ever be. I'm sorry, people across the pond. I don't know it's why edited. we keep. You put a thing. We keep on the front ragging on British people. They're lovely. Yeah, I, they're the we, source of the, all the Earth's problems. Oh. I mean, sure. If you I wasn't even gonna. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna. I was gonna say the source of the magazine that we're going on. Oh, I mean, on. yes, magazine. magazine yes, of course. Yes, of course. Well, let's be real. Course, that, but, re, but let's be real. Real. That's a form of colonialism. Let's go back that, to colonialism. That uh, podcast. <laughs> that uh, magazine is a form of colonialism. Oh, we are feeling it tonight. Okay, so no. In all honesty, I was gonna say like. The British people that we know, they're super nice. We like we know a couple Brits. They're nice. They're nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice. Yeah. Like I haven't I don't know how many like stereotypical rude Brits I've right. Made, right. I've ever met. But th- to be fair, but we I've never yeah, we've never we've never, we've never been, been, over been there. across the pond. Oh, wouldn't that be a great episode? Let's go yeah. across the pond. That'd let's never let's never say fly to England. Let's just no, always no, no, say no, no. we're gonna be on a big old flat rock skipping across could've, that pond. Could have said ocean. Could have said ocean. Could have said ocean. A to Z. Let's fl- let's go across the pond and record an episode there. We, we should. What's like the highest ranked British film? Uh, on that's the, a on good the original, question. On the original magazine, you okay, have access to the magazine. It's down there. Oh, just yeah, grab I'll it out of there. That. You have access to the original magazine. It's all beat up. And your new nice spiffy. I think the first, the first tenor, American films. Godfather, American Italian movie. Number two, Raiders, American. Number three, what is it? Jaws, American. Fourth of July, uh, Empire, Empire, American, Shawshank, Jaws, Jaws. six, Goodfellas, American. Seven, Apocalypse American is all get out. Eight, Singing in the Rain. American. Nine, Pulp Fiction. American, unless I'm a check. Ten, Fight Club. American is everything. Raging Bull. American is hell. Twelve, The Apartment. American. Goddamn Billy Wilder. (laughs) American hero. (laughs) Chinatown. Still American. Problematic, but American. Mm. Hey, we got to take credit for that, too. Once Upon a Time in the West, Italian. Yeah. But, but where's film. it set? The West. The West. But it's, <laughs> it's about America. But they did get Henry Fonda. Yeah, number 15, The Dark Knight. Uh, American. Yeah, Last time I, I checked, that's, right over that's it. Batman. <laughs> that's British, that's too. That's Batman. It's pretty British production. <laughs> Next. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Americans go to space. Taxi driver. Americans want to go crazy. Casablanca. Americans go to Morocco. The Godfather Part 2. American sequel. Blade Runner. American Future. The Third Man. Uh, it's Orson Welles. American. Last American. time I checked. 
Cars episode four, a new hoe. American. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Back to the future. American re- nostalgia. Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Okay, now. That's okay. a New Zealand production. Okay, that's New Doesn't Zealand. Count. So that's going to be the highest ranked non-American picture. No. Yeah. I said Once Upon a Time in the West was an Italian But picture. where's it set? Does that matter? Yes, of course it does. Why? We can't claim Middle Earth as our own because it's a fictional world, but we can sure as hell claim the West. Well, Apocalypse Now is in Vietnam. But it's man. about Americans in Vietnam. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Either it's made by Americans or it's about Americans. Okay. All right. So, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, High that Ring, a non-American film. <laughs> Sorry, Sergio Leone, you're I an guess, American now. Well, I brother. guess we go to New Zealand to record that episode. Okay. Okay. It's a deal. Hell, eight, I'm down. Eight years from now. Hell, I'm down. I'll be that. Hell. Dr. Strangelove, that's still American, I yep. think, even though Peter Sellers. Oh, what's that, right damn, what's, that that right what's that right there? What's that right there? What's that right there? That's in the Sundance cast American. Uh, Andre Rublev, that's a Soviet era Russian pair. Uh, All right, picture. you lost me. I didn't understand well, a word. The deal. I didn't. I guess we're going to Moscow for that one. Well, <laughs> Russians have a movie ahead of the Brits. Wow! In a British magazine. Wow! I guess they lost WW2. Yeah, how did Dead Man Shoes not make it up there? Or okay. Enduring Love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least one of the Harry Potters. I'm honestly like, is there? are there any? Uh, uh, oh, Kind Hearts and Coronets. There it is. An exemplar of British good taste mm. built on corpses, not brains, eggs. <laughs> is that really what it says? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Something we'll get about there. We'll get there. British good taste. Also, the word snobbery is in the same sentence. That's amazing. In the same paragraph. That's great. I mean, look, this whole list absolutely but is lacking. But not till 42 do you get a yeah. British film. And, and the list is, so far, as we've experienced, it's still lacking like international cinema, for sure. Movies from female directors. Of course, it's lacking yeah. all that mm-hmm. stuff. But also, it's so... It's that it's lacking some, like, British... Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we've hit we've hit some stuff. We've hit some some, but in the British films, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, y'all. We've got a very special episode today. Today, because we have an announcement to make. This is incredibly exciting. Let's get this out of the way at the top. This is so so super cool. Yeah, this is uh, about as cool as (laughs) (laughs) gets. Kella's excited. Okay, here's what we uh, have to talk about today. So we. Finally, for the first time in forever, uh, we started a... We're going to do a Patreon. Patreon. We did a Patreon. We have a Patreon now. We set it up on the computer. We opened it up and we're like, what the fuck do we have to do? (laughs) And we filled it out and we set it up and you can get so much bonus shit. Yeah, this is really cool. So um, I want to talk about this Patreon. We set this thing up. It's early stages. We have a lot of exciting stuff planned. We're still going to release every episode Yes, for free. Correct, correct. Of the normal 500 greatest films. And also even these franchise ones we're doing. There will be a free episode weekly still. Patreon right now is sort of a, this is going to be bonus stuff. Because the the Patreon does two things. The first thing is, let's be real, times are tough right now. Everybody, for everybody, times are tough. And Mm -hmm. Keller and I are trying to find ways to continue doing this stuff. Because I love to do it. It's, It's a highlight of my 
existence is getting to t- talk about movies with my buddy Keller. Like, oh I love God. Keller. Like, that, this is great. Uh, this, let's be real. Let's be real. This is true. This is true. Yeah, especially since our existence is yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you Where know, things are things are legit tough right now. And uh, Keller and I were talking about, we're like, let's finally, let's pull the trigger on the Patreon. It's a thing we've talked about for a couple years now. And, and we just didn't get our shit together. Now we do. And this is a way for number one, all of our shit together, all of it together. It's a way for number one. If you're listening right now and you have enjoyed listening and you've heard more than one episode and you follow along and you like Keller and I, you want to support us. This is the best way. Yeah. And it's super cool. So we have just be more of this bullshit. Yeah. We have these two tiers. There's one for $1, one for $5. And then like Keller said, we think we're offering some pretty cool bonus stuff. So Just where do up, I go? Pull up, where do I, pull up the tiers so you can where do I, read them out. Right here, isn't it? No, no, this is, no. I don't know where I am. Click on the 500 greatest films thing. This right, right here. Yeah, we should have had this ready. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Where am I going? Probably am somewhere going? on the right page. here, right here, right here. There you go. We got it. You did it. So okay, we got two tiers. Yeah, Keller, go for it. First tier, for one dollar a month, you can join the not friends family tier because we don't have friends we have family that's right so to actually everybody who actually listens to the podcast you guys are also family but but for a dollar more you can it can be official it's like an official yeah, label it's an official label what do people get for joining for a dollar a month keller uh you get and you get access to the week's episode one week early correct so there's a few of you right now listening to this episode a week before anybody else yeah mm-hmm yeah yeah it's awesome imagine imagine being like oh man sorry i don't want to spoil what they said about this movie that came out forever ago but uh i heard it already i heard it already yeah uh you can also get two bonus episodes every month yeah you know you know how on our podcast we're like hey pick a movie that's better than the movie we just watched to go on a list of the 500 greatest films of all time that we're creating that we're creating based off of our guests amazing movie tastes and you know how we ask them to do that you know how they do do that and you know how we have that list we're gonna do it we're guess what separate podcast yeah <laughs> almost bonus <laughs> bonus Keller and I are gonna go through and watch those films yes as uh, only if the caveat here is making sure that they don't appear on the original list in the magazine. It will only be those, yeah. And it'll be a bunch because a bunch have fallen through the cracks. A bunch of movies have come out since 2008, which is when this list that we're working off of came out. So our first two bonus episodes will be... Yeah. We're going to do The Iron Giant. Boom. And Empire of the Sun. Boom. Our two favorite films (laughs) of all time. That both do not appear on this goddamn list. (laughs) So we have to take it upon ourselves to create a Patreon account so we can finally (laughs) talk about... Our own favorite yes. movies. But that's what Keller and I are doing. Which have and been neglected. And so we're going to do this as best, like in order as we can. We'll figure it all out. But two of these a month. Two bonus ones yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the dollar a month tier Every now. Every two weeks-ish, you'll get yeah. two. Actually, that's all I'm going to do is guarantee that you get two. I'm not going to guarantee when they come yeah. out. <laughs> they might be at the uh, end yeah, of yeah, the yeah, month. Yeah, you might get two bonus ones. It's like, okay, we're watching boop, two boop. movies today. Yeah. Just kidding. We're going to um, put our heart and souls into this. And on top of all of that, like Keller and I were saying, this also you also get to generally support Keller and I. Like That's yes. the dollar a month tier. As well as you get to generally support us if you join the $5 a month tier. Keller, what's that? tier called it's called the sir giles tier <laughs> and uh i'll be honest he kind of threw a fit <laughs> when we were kind of thinking about naming it something different and he's like i need to be represented in some way 
given Fair. what he contributes. And it's Fair. Like, okay. He reads he, it. He almost, he was about to fucking quit. Yeah. This also, <laughs> I will say, this is uh, basically paying for Sir Giles's food. Yeah. We and have to this feed is him. Ba- this Patreon is to pay his room and board. That's right. Uh, honestly. It's about, like, he, it's about 20 bucks a month. It's so expensive fucking taste. So we need four of you imported. people. We have to yeah. get specific tea. Caviar. Yeah. Caviar. He loves. Marmalade. Yeah. Yeah, he I don't did. know what else British people love. <laughs> he just gets crackers, uh-huh. caviar, and marmalade. That's right. And he just dips each. A little bit of caviar, a little bit of marmalade. Same cracker. Mm-hmm. Eats it like a fucking psychopath. He wears a blue raincoat and a red hat. Yeah. Like a psychopath. Psychosad. Psychosad. <laughs> so for, for the, this tier. For the Sir Giles tier, you get everything that the dollar a month yeah, tier you get gets. All that shit. So you're a member of the family, of you course. You get a member of the family. Get those two bonus episodes. Plus, what else do you get, Keller? You also get an exclusive commentary recorded by Hector and I <gasps> of a film chosen and voted upon by said patrons. What? So wait, 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 wait. What's the first movie's commentary gonna be? First movie's commentary, given that we're not putting that up for a vote, because again, <laughs> the reason we created this Patreon was to feed Sir Giles and talk about our favorite movies, which do not appear on the list. Yeah. And Hot Rod is one of those Oh movies. my God. Wait. So wait, we're going to watch Hot Rod at the same time? Yeah, yeah, record yeah. One episode wasn't enough to oh do Hot God. Rod. We have to give our joyous love... It's honestly just going to be the both of us saying every line in yeah. unison with the movie. In real time. It's going to be unlistenable and not great. Wow, amazing. But you also said that like, wait, 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 people vote on it. Does that mean that these movies are going to be also based off of one of these lists? No, you can pick what? any movie. Any movie, right? Any movie at all. In fact. Right if, now, three people have signed up for our Patreon. Yeah. The three of them can just nominate a movie, and then next month we'll pick yeah. one of those and watch. Like people next will month, vote. The three, our three patrons, will vote on it. Yeah, <laughs> whatever wins. Yeah, <laughs> and if it's a three-way tie, I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm gonna lay it out here. You can't vote for your own. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So we we are. I know I'm 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 playing dumb here, but like Keller and I are going to grab everybody's uh, movie suggestions for any movies that you would want to listen to Keller and I talk through. Mm-hmm. And then we'll put that out there, and then we'll tell you when to start playing the movie, like, start it now. And then yeah. you can watch this movie and listen to Keller and I talk to you as though we're sitting next to you watching the movie. Doesn't that I sound like, great? Dude, pass the popcorn. <laughs> dude, why the fuck aren't you passing the popcorn, dude? Dude, you're being a dude, dick. pass it. Dude, you're just ignoring me, dude. Dude, you're just... We're going to freak you out. You're just sitting there? We're going to freak you out. Pause the movie. Seriously, so, pause the movie. <laughs> so, so that's happening. That's what we have planned. Uh, again, Keller and I are super excited about it. That is two bonus podcast episodes a month plus for this the spin f- a long commercial yeah for the five dollar tier are hey pissed. hey hey this is an entertaining one um five dollar tier we're gonna get a bonus uh commentary out as well so we've got that stuff in the works for september but october no idea what we're doing for october i'm excited we know what movies we'll watch yeah except for the commentary i don't know yet i don't i don't, I don't know if you're listening to this and you're a patron Go leave us a comment and be like, here's what I want you and Keller to mm-hmm. watch. Because we're just collecting all that. We're just collecting every suggestion and we'll put together a poll f- based off of everybody's suggestions. It'll, so, it'll yeah. be a poll that makes sense to us. Mm-hmm. Meaning that it might not make sense, 
but we gotta manage somehow. What do you What do you mean? If we just have like forty movies, it's oh be like, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm gonna pick four of these. Yeah, no, and it'll be like, like you didn't pick mine. Yeah, it'll be it's like we'll, we'll try to we'll, get to everybody. We'll, we'll have a list, and we'll yeah, we will eventually. And it get will to be like kind of the way they made this list is like if more people say the yeah. same movie, then then that'll get mm-hmm. chosen. Maybe by sooner? the time we have I don't, I don't know, know three million patrons, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a little more difficult to manage. A little in, 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 yeah, unmanageable. I think a little unmanageable. Well. Keller, we got all that business out of the way, and that's some good business. That's some great business. I'm ready to good get down business. to brisness because we got that brassness out of the way. Taxness. Let's get down to brassness. Taxness. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't we can can't you make it please work. go get the aforementioned Sir Giles and He's tell ready. him? He's honestly pumped. We're ready for his reading of what movie we're talking about in today's episode. We're going through the films of Taika Waititi. We are on film number uh, th- four. Film number four. Yeah. It went uh, Eagle versus Shark. Boy, what we do in the shadows. Boom. We're here. Yes. This is it, film number and four. And his fourth film. Boom. Boom. I'd watch it. I'd watch a movie called Boom. If it was directed by Taika Waititi. Uh, so, Sir Giles, you sent it to me. Please go ahead and pull up the file here. Hand that phone to Sir Giles Keller, if you would. And then, yeah. please, dude, don't fucking drop it. Uh, dusty old British guy, tell us what movie we're talking about today. Hunt for the Wilder People, 2016. Director Taika David Cohen Waititi. The charmingly offbeat Hunt for the Wilder People unites a solid cast, a talented filmmaker, and a poignant, funny, deeply affecting message. Message. Thank you so much, Sir Giles. And yes, we made the announcement, so I hope you're happy. Everybody I'm pumped okay. to finally get <laughs> adequate shelter <laughs> and food. Okay, shut up and go in the backyard at okay, night now. Okay, bye. bye. Back to my doghouse. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Keller! You heard Sir Giles. I heard him. Um, how do you feel about that uh, description of Hunt that for works. the Wilder People? It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Accurate. No fault. I mean, yeah, it, it's it, fine. It, it did every. Let's go through those points again. It reunited a cast that we love, which is like at this point now a bunch of Taika standbys. Mm-hmm. Right. We had Rachel House. Uh, Reese Darby, who was in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, yes, which I think was the first time we saw him in a Taika film. Um, uh, newcomer, but also werewolves, not werewolves. Also, classic New Zealander Sam Neill. Oh yeah, uh, which is awesome to have like him be able to work with Taika. Um, newcomer, uh, Julian Dennison. Julian Dennison. Oh my God, the heart of this movie. Truly. I cannot treat. I cannot tell you how funny this fucking kid is. He's so fucking funny. I I am such a supporter of his career, and I'm rooting for him all the way. I want him to be in as many things as possible. Yeah, and I just also want him to continue. He's great in Deadpool. He was really good in Deadpool. I want him to continue being himself and to find his way of comedy Uh because. This movie, he shines through with himself, but also he shines through with being really, really funny. And just, he's good. He is good. Like those moments where he's sad <sighs> or yeah. reading a sad haiku. Mm-hmm. Man, when he, I don't the know. use of haikus as an emotional device in yeah, this is it, it worked. very funny. It was dumb at first at and the then same it's... Time, yeah, and then it hits you. Yeah. It gets you good with two haikus. Yep. Cause the like, one oh. that he reads to Hector... And when they're the in Reese Darby's house, and then the one that Hector just like says at the end, mm-hmm. you know, it was the best 
It's like so, <laughs> so happy, so sad. It was the best, yeah. But Julian Dennison, like when he sees the girl on the horse, and when she his like face is yeah, so when funny. she rides up, and he sees her, like I don't, I want to know what director Taika Waititi said to this kid. Look directly into the sun. <laughs> to, yeah, to get this, like he's like. He does this hilarious <laughs> facial tick, it's this like thing. A Jeff Goldblum face. It almost. is. It is like Jeff Goldblum. Speaking of Jeff Goldblum, you said this while we're watching the movie. Very Wes Anderson y. But I'm not mad at it. No. I'm not mad at it. I think it has Only in that it's like uh, cute and symmetrical sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. I mean it's just it's just well put together. It's mm-hmm. just it's just crafted with care. Um, but a wonderful cast that is kind of reunited at this point. And then Taika what was the, the priest? So funny, so funny. Yeah, it's not. It's not easy that door. It's a hard door to go through. It's not the burger rings yeah, door. No, it's not the Fanta and door. It's not the Fanta door. What do you think's behind there? <laughs> Veg- vegetables? vegetables? No, not not, not, veg- not vegetables. No. <laughs> what? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but You'd no. Think Jesus. You'd think, but he's no, crafty. He's behind another door. He's you open it's another he's door. He's like that, Jesus. What's behind that door, Jesus? You're Jesus. Right. <laughs> uh, but what was the other thing that Rotten Tomatoes thing said? It was like cast, and then it goes to a uh, talented filmmaker, poignant, funny, deeply affecting message. Yeah, deep, I was yeah. deeply affected. I was too. Even though it kind of like uh, skips on it. Like it's How so? dipping into, mm-hmm. uh, because what's the message? Let's talk about it. I think the message, I think the message is, I want to know what you think the message is. I want to hear you first. You want to hear me first? Mm-hmm. I think the message is that it is unfair that some people in this world who want to have children can't. And that it is unfair that there are some people who have kids and they don't want them or aren't ready for them. And I just think it's a very simple message it's a very simple and sad reminder of things that i think every adult in this world knows like yeah this is a true fact that 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 the world is unfair in this way there are kids who need adopting there are kids who go through the adoption or even the system is failing Syst- these the kids system as well. is failing these kids the system's failing amber yeah. died yeah. because she was probably molested and killed is what this movie hints at from the perspective of a kid from the perspective of uh, uh, Ricky Baker talking about his friend Amber who just died. You hear his perspective and you just go, fuck, I'm an adult and I know what this means. Yeah. And I think that it's a, it, that's what I think the message is. It's about that. It's about the system. It's about generally how adults view kids and what kids need in the world. And they don't need perfect parents, but they, but like at the very least, every kid should have an Uncle Hector. Do you know what I mean? Uh, At the very least, and Uncle Hector could use some work. Absolutely, and, but I, and he's I, rough you around know, the edges. Everybody can, everybody can. But oh, I yeah. think there's there's a version. That's the movie, and yeah. it's very funny. Yeah, I think there's a version of the story where if Uncle Hector had stayed in the house or in the farm and didn't go out into the because I because I because I remember rewatching with you tonight. I remember thinking, like, because okay. Hector cares because he goes to save him. Correct. He and runs I, away. He can be like, all right, fuck this Why kid. did he n- decide he wasn't going to fight? And why did he decide he was going to go into the woods in the after uh, Auntie Bella, that was her character's name, right? After she died. Why did Hector do these things? Because, number one, Hector felt like he couldn't fight the system. He mm-hmm. was telling Ricky, like, 
they sure as hell can. That's what's going to happen. Like, you just, you just, just deal with it. Like, that's what's going to happen. And number two, I forgot why he would just bail and go into the woods until Ricky Baker brought it up. Yeah, you're still processing. I went, oh my God. That's what's happened. That's why he did that. I processed for a long time. I've processed for ages. For when my friend ages. died, for, I processed that for ages. And I'm like, Ricky's still processing it. But there's a version of the story where Hector would process just at the farm. And he would stay there. And or he would, even you go know, out into the bush by himself. Right. But I'm saying at least fight for Ricky. But he said Ricky. he couldn't even take care of the farm. I know. I know. I, I mean, it's just... It was Bella's farm. It was. That's so sad. Also, Bella was so good. Yeah, she was, man. What's what do you the, think the message is? Are we in agreement? What do you think the message is? What did I miss? Kind of. It's like a found family thing, mm-hmm. too. And like... uh Kids need someone to fucking just give a shit, honestly. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, not in a Rachel House, I'm the Terminator. Yeah. No, no, no kid left behind. No child left behind. No child left behind. No child left behind. No child left behind. <laughs> He'll know what it means. He'll know what it means. What? <laughs> is that a threat? No child left behind? Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> threatening the... Ch- Rachel House is also a powerhouse. Hysterical. Hysterically she's funny so in this movie. fucking funny. It's yeah. burn stuff. Yeah. Defacing stuff, stuff. graffitiing, <laughs> <laughs> steal stuff. Yeah, she's do great. my freaking head in. <laughs> and she is the secret ingredient of all of Taika's movies. It, it it's true because Thor Ragnarok was okay until she said the word what Trish, and then you're like, this movie's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? It doesn't even begin with what? the B. No, no, come on, no. Yeah, it doesn't begin with a B. Oh my God! Can't Trish. wait to talk. Can't we talk about that next week? Oh yeah, that's great. Stop! Don't. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think I think we. Uh, I think you're right. I think found family is an important aspect to it because also at the end, Ricky Baker gets adopted by who? That the, awesome bro. Yeah. With the daughter, yeah. who like that was a family that was not a typical. Fa- no, like, I think it's know. like a stoner dad. Yep. Like, he was just high on the couch, so fucking watching funny. a game, and then she starts singing on the guitar. Oh, and he's take a, take a selfie of us. Can you take a selfie of us? Take, can you take it's a, not a selfie? Of oh, I, I got him. It. I got Ricky Baker. Oh, he got me. He got me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I love you, Ricky Baker. Keep doing you. what you're doing, man. <laughs> he's like, we need more Mario like you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> he goes on that little rant of like yeah. representation. Like it's so yeah. good. It's so good, man. It's so that was that was so funny. so funny. You're him. You're the guy. You're him. I hate to say it's you. Hate to ask this of you. Can I get a selfie, man? <laughs> He's like, yeah, okay. And then uh, that, but that felt like found family. That felt like, like what you said earlier, Keller. It's like kids just need somebody to give a shit. Yeah. They don't need perfect parents. There's no such thing. And that even dude, that dude and his daughter's reactions are so funny. He's like, "Shut up and yeah, get oh, out! You shut up, you get out of here!" All right, Ricky Baker, see you later, man. Love you, man. Like they, but I'm then, trying to impart my wisdom yeah. on the bro. But then they had this beautiful father-daughter moment that was organic, where because he's probably high on the couch and yeah. he's in the background, she's just on the guitar hanging out with this kid, and when she starts Playing singing, he starts singing, and that felt like okay. This is a beautiful They're little the best family, family moment. I want to live on that farm with totally, them. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. So that was a nice wrap and up. And it's to so the great that he gets adopted by them. Found family, exactly. And then when he, when, when they take Heck him, gets out of to go see jail. Heck, 
uh, or wherever he was staying in some, yeah. you know, home or it was whatever. Like a halfway house or yeah, something. Yeah. He, um, he like points over to the, the the dad and daughter, and they're like fighting in the street or they're something. They're just play like, fighting, messing just play with boxing, each other, like slap yeah. boxing. But yeah, not and I'm like, that's great. It's so funny. They parked the car. They let Ricky go do his thing, and then you know, um, yeah, I think that's great. So then, okay, what were we talking about earlier? That that was the message. It's a simple message, and I think it's very powerful. It's very poignant, but it's still super funny. And you were saying that that's the message that they sort of like dip into occasionally but He'll don't just be like oh you're processing mm-hmm. and like you i go, process for a long time and it'll give you just a line that'll make and you and then it's crazy comedy then it's yep. super funny because even right after bella dies it immediately goes to the the funeral taika funeral to taika which, which is, is so so funny. so funny so funny yeah 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 you're right i think that I think that Taika... Uh, like so, you're a so, sheep trapped in a maze. Yeah. Created Built by, by wolves. wolves. Built yeah. by wolves. Yeah. Uh, out of all of his movies... I mean, we can even go into the future because now we're two away. Now, yeah. Let's go, the, the, let's go into the future. The two we haven't seen for this is Thor Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And considering all of that, out of all of his movies, what do you think is the most personal and emotional? Is it Boy? I think it's got to be Boy. There, I agree. But there are moments in this that like come close to boy moments. But there's no moment that comes close to, or there's no moment that is him slapping Taika oh, in I the know. face. But there are moments in JoJo that are just like, but that's gut not as punches. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, it's personal in the sense that you're seeing a story of one kid but who I mean, loses like his mom. If we're talking like, about like, a, but it, it also has that historical weight. Yeah. You know, and if the stories in Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People have a historical context about, you know, mm-hmm. indigenous people, uh, uh, New Zealanders, Maori, stuff that uh, cultural stuff that I'm not aware of, it because it doesn't have that worldwide cultural, um, oh, I guess awareness is the word. That's yeah. on me. I don't know about it. But I think that Taika um, is absolutely relying and using the very well-known historical knowledge of the Holocaust oh, yeah. of World War II. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, you watch those scenes and I think uh, first time I saw Jojo, I was like, I was worried about what was to come because of my knowledge of this time. Well, and it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that that has a different emotional hit because of that historical context versus boy, which is much more personal. You're right. I it think has it, to yeah. build all of the emotional context. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Thor has some stuff too, man. When we get oh, to it, I mean... Even just when, like, Odin is sad. <sighs> yeah. I love that Odin scene. It's so small and simple. And I love when Thor's like, hey, Loki, uh, yeah. you're always going to do what you're going to do. I thought and I'm always going to do thought, what I'm going to do. I thought the world of you. Yeah. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's great. Ah, man. Loki, Thor. Floki. What a great relationship. Floki? Uh, Lore? I didn't like... Uh, Thor too. That's Loki. Fine. You didn't like Loki until until Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Really? Yeah. I I don't like him me. in Avengers. I, it was perfect. It works for me. I know it. Hector, yeah. it's you it's, uh, versus me. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's um. I don't know. I just think that the writing for that character up to Ragnarok is is fine, but I think Hiddleston kills it. I think Hiddleston oh, takes yeah. what they wrote for him. He's great. You know, I mean, I go back to the Kenneth Branagh, the first Thor movie, where there's very like, you know, f- regular sort of written scenes between Loki and other characters. Like yeah, and he's the way he's like cream, like cream, scream crying at at Anthony Hopkins. 
Cream crying. You know, just cream crying, just creaming it. We're like, it's like, why? You never told me. Why? You kept it from me. That kind of thing. And the one tier acting. And I'm like, Hiddleston's crushing it. And yeah. he's working so well with what he has, which isn't, which is admittedly not the most because he's a simple character. I'm jealous of my brother. That's the, that's all of Loki. That's it. True. And then I'm you, not, uh, hey yeah. man, I'm sorry that that is true, but he's it so is. much better in Ragnarok. He's, yeah. What makes him better in Ragnarok? He's funny. Okay, great. <laughs> and then this, the shit that Hemsworth makes up where he's like, and then he knew that I love snakes and he pretended he was oh, a snake. Oh yeah, that ah, was so He stabbed funny. me. <laughs> and then he says, because he knew that I love snakes. What yeah, kind of yeah, little yeah. boy loves I know, that's why it's so fucking funny. And then he made into a mistake. And then because yeah. he, he knew that I love snakes. He knew that I love snakes. And then he stabbed me. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not on that movie yet. We're not on that movie. We are on Hunt for the Wilder People. Not as funny as what we do in the shadows. Duh. A duh. Here's the deal. A duh. That one's a straight up like full on comedy the whole time. Comedy. The whole time. Yeah. Different thing. Except for different, when different type Viago sees his 90. I know. Which is still played for comedy, it's but it's very sweet. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very sweet, sweet, but but, it's but very uh, funny. yeah, that movie does not have as many. <laughs> what we do in the shadows does not have moments where you go, oh man, it sucks to be a vampire. Maybe when he eats the chips and barfs, but it's super funny. Like, it, hey, that's not what that world is about. It's not about the. I'm glad those kid vampires are killing pedophiles. Me too. That was awesome. You yeah. Can get some perverts. All right. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'm gonna get a pedophile. Cool. Kill some perverts. Cool. Good. Good job. Yeah, I love that. Um, I'm gonna kill a pedophile. <laughs> uh, and then hunt for the wilder people. I was saying while we were watching it, the perfect midway point between boy and what we do in the shadows. Yeah, because it, has, it doesn't like. It's not socking you in the gut with emotion. Like boy, straight up socks you yep, in the gut. Yep. Yep. And it's not hitting you over the head with comedy. But it's doing both kind of through. Yeah, this one you're like you're cutting onions in this one. Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just like, oh fuck. Uh huh. And you're getting some chuckles. Uh, some hard chucks. Hard, hard laughs. And I maybe laughed harder at Hunt for the Wilder People than what we do in the shadows. Than what we do in the shadows. What was the funniest, or what was a super, super funny moment? Um, I love. It changes every time. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite, the parts I laugh the most. Mm-hmm. Like initially when he faints after the hog oh, dies. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. When good he, Pratt fall, like you pointed out. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's yes. so good. And when he decides he doesn't want to do it's like, do you want to do something else? Yes, please. Yes, yes please. Yeah, and he kind of pushes it. I she laughs at him. The Ricky Baker song. Yeah. Dennis and So, so it. much. Yeah. The music moniker is so good. Yeah. It's all perfect. Yeah. And they wrote all that weird synthy stuff and they also wrote that like they wrote the that full Ricky Baker. That's them. That's uh, great. Like what? That's when you say them, that's the actress who played Bella. She wrote it or Tyco Well, the wrote band it? uh Oh, the b- moniker, the band mm-hmm. that does the score. I don't know if they the, wrote that song, yeah. but in the during the end credits they they, play they, it. they did a cover version mm-hmm. of it, yeah, which is pretty awesome. Which it's is pretty so great. Good. Let's talk about the score and the music for a second. Excellent music choices. Sinner Man. Nina Simone comes in. Yeah, we just watched Lovecraft Country today. Yeah, yeah. And every end credits is Sinner Man by Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Or uh, is it every end credits or at least this one was? It's been every one of them. Wow. Cool. 
love that song because every single time I've been like, "This is for the Willow People." Yeah, <laughs> and it's in for the Willow People. Yeah, and the score itself is like '80s synthy. Reminds me of except for at the very beginning when it's like just showing beautiful New Zealand. It's like gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's like Lord of the Rings shit. Yeah, it really was. Speaking of. I liked when they were hiding. That from was the- so <laughs> that part. Did you forget that he did that moment? Cause you told me like, okay, so let me set this up, right? In case you're listening to this and you forgot, or you haven't seen this movie. I don't know why you're listening to this, but they're hiding from like child protective services, like the SWAT team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, they're and they're all they're in black like crouched underneath like, some logs, some logs up as against they the walk hill. over them. Yeah. And Keller turns to me and he goes, he goes, this is hilarious. They're doing Lord of the Rings. And then as soon as he did, in the movie, Ricky Baker like he gets turns his over attention and he mouths, and he, and he mouths, goes, "It's like Lord, Lord of the Rings." And then, like Samuel's like, "What?" He, and like, then he goes, "Fakes putting a ring on his and finger," go, and then <laughs> like disappears himself with a little pantomime. That was great. <laughs> and then after he's like, "I was saying it's like Lord of yeah. the Rings." <laughs> yeah, I loved. I love anytime there is a nod to that because it's like you got you new zealanders you have to it's just such a it's just such a thing there yeah it is such a thing down there you know every especially if you're like into movies that's like all that it's about tourist going to new zealand is probably oh lord of the rings is something i was i went to that spot i went to that spot where frodo was hiding there it's completely really yeah man because that spot is in their little park in Wellington, like in Wellington, which is oh, a major really? city. It's not even like. No, it's not in the woods. What's so funny is that Wellington has these little mountains nearby. I mean, little, but they're gorgeous mountains or whatever. But it's similar to like how we have the Hollywood Hills mm-hmm. sort of thing. So you go from Wellington to up into some of these mountains and they have a they have parks there. Just like um, like uh, uh, what's the park that we have here? We, we know what parks are. It's we know. Fine. Okay. Okay. But it's like, you know, it's like this big park they or whatever. They parks. The, and it's all the gorgeous trees. It's just because it's nature and it's, you know, it's surrounded by their, um, they're just surrounded by nature in this little, in this beautiful city. So you go there and I was taken there by a tourist guide who was like telling us so many of the famous shots from the Lord of the Rings and I guess the Hobbit, but more so the Lord of the Rings and in, in Fellowship because it's that early part of the adventure. They just went up to these park you know, Weta, they just got on a bus and drove everybody up here to this like local park and shot this stuff here in these camera angles where like if you were to turn the camera five feet, you would see downtown Wellington. Like you That's would see amazing. the city. And so that shot of Frodo looking down that path yeah. as the th- as the, the rack focus happens because he's like freaking out. It's a park. And the shots where they're hiding from the from the from mm-hmm. the riders, whatever they are, like it's this little area next to a little hill, and up on top of the hill is a walking path, and it's just totally normal. And it's this little carved out area, and there was a bunch of roots and stuff there, and more grass and everything. But because since two thousand one, yeah, it's become a tourist spot. It's, it's all just dirt now. It's all just kind of like because people sat yeah. there, mm-hmm. and you know, so that's what it is. So many people it's taking a, pictures. It's a, and it's shit. a photo shot. I have photos there. It's crazy. That is crazy. And there was a couple other shots that were like famous. Um, in fellowship, whether it was like, oh, this is where maybe where they fell when they were tumbling through the farm stuff or whatever, but like just little moments like that with trees and stuff like that. Like, oh, there's one where here's where Frodo was up in this tree chilling. Oh, that's so the very can, beginning. Yeah, so you can go up to this tree and like hang out there or whatever as, as cool. the camera comes in. It's pretty awesome. But it's just cool because those that little park still looks so 
beautiful like it's this like otherworldly you know but you could just again you stand there dude and you go holy shit you this is the camera left. angle yeah and you go like this you just go and you can see wellington like a city yeah you know down there in the hills and that's the major city so rivendale shout out to new zealand it's tight it's hella tight. super tight shout out yeah shout they out to it. shout out to the prime minister making some good moves yeah uh people can just Listen Live to science. Life there, apparently, you know, for the most part. But yeah. if anything gets, you know, a little froggy, shut it down. That's cool. Shut it down. Shut it down, guys. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. Yeah. Please, please wear a for mask. For the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> please wear a mask. I want to see Wonder Woman in theaters. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. But yeah. I'm fine seeing it. Not Digital. In yeah, me too. Honestly, let's be real. Let's be real. Me too. What was let's the What was the major one I wanted to see in theaters? They just put out a trailer for it. Ten ETs. 10 ETs. Oh, yeah. Big time. That joke Big time. <laughs> made me laugh so hard when I saw it the first time. It Sounds like a Ben Meckler. E. Like, what was that? Who it did that? It does sound like yeah. it. I don't know. That is a Twitter joke if yeah. I've ever heard one. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so where in your Taika ranking thus far, not including the last two, it's, is... It is incredibly tough. Hunt for the Wilder... Yeah. Because What's it tough for you between... Is it, it's between Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People? Or is it between Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows? It's all three of them. All three. They're all top tier. They are all I think, fivers for me. I think Hunt for the Wilder People is going to be a fiver for me, too. Honestly. They're all fivers. Honestly. But. Honestly. Boy over Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. Fair. So I'm going to go Boy, Hunt for the Wilder People, What We Do in the Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows is top? No, three. Oh. Yeah, you go one, two, three. Boy, Hunt, What? Yeah. Cool. Boy hunt what? Boy hunt what, Thor? Boy hunt what? Thor. <laughs> Jojo. <laughs> Boy hunt what, Thor? Jojo. That's his movie filmography so far. Yep. Cool. Um, I, I know go that yours is What We Do in the Shadows. So far. Then Hunt for the Wilder People. Yep. Then Boy. Yep. Then Eagle vs. Shark. Yes. And we both have Eagle vs. Shark at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Solid first entry, but it was know. improved upon in every way. Oh, seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. Uh <laughs> Sam Neill is perfect in this movie. I love him. He, you said it during while we were watching. He plays the perfect cantankerous, mm-hmm. lovable mm-hmm. old man. Can be a tough because he's a straight role. up asshole too. Yes, he's an asshole, and you have to like him. And what makes him likable? I mean, the fact that he can't read is so sad. Yeah, and makes me and makes him instantly. Um, sympathetic. Mm-hmm. I instantly am like, fuck, man, this guy, this poor, like, I want to, it's almost something where like, I want to hang out with him to be like, that's cool, man. I can, I'll teach Don't you worry to about read. it, man. Don't worry about it. Also, I'll read you stuff. Yeah. Just, let's just chill. Don't even worry about it. Um, but he's mean and he says mean stuff. But I, I think the thing that makes him likable is, is, is that just like Ricky, Hector, somebody where you go, he was dealt a bad hand. Oh yeah, I'm, you know, and then you learn he went to he went to jail because he accidentally killed a guy yeah. in a bar fight, That's and that crazy. he's he's like learned his like he played it he you know did his time and I'm like this guy has a perspective on life that is I want to hear it mm-hmm. you know I want to talk to this human being this Lived guy out in the bush the other half of his life yeah and then but then fell in love with Bella and like loved her you oh know? those little moments where like when they got him a dog. That could make me tear yeah, up when yeah, they yeah. when they were like, go open your cookie prison. And it's like the Ricky with this like, dog. Hector doesn't give a shit. But Bella's so happy. And she makes... turns to Hector and she kind of nudges him and then he smiles at her. And I'm like, he loves her. 
and he likes to see her happy. Yeah. And it's great. And it is so sad when he Yeah. When, when she he's dies just crying. and he's crying. Yeah. Oh man. Samuel's so good. I know. Yeah. So he's been dealt a rough hand. I haven't seen Sam Neill in enough. True. I probably really dish the Jurassic Park. We gotta watch Event Horizon. Really think of. We gotta watch Event Horizon. I did Horizon. watch that Alcatraz show. He was and in that. I feel like it was overdone a little bit. Mm. And he's in Thor Ragnarok. And he's in great a solid cameo in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that cameo. Both solid. of those cameos in that small there's little three span. Ca- there's f- there's a bunch of cameos in that. Well, I mean that scene. Yeah. They just boom boom you. Yeah. With those two. Yeah yeah yeah. Bringing in some amazing actors. Oh shit. Into the Marvel Cinematic Universe for cameos, which means like, cool. Matt Damon can never have a major role in the Marvel Cinematic. Sam Neill can never have a big. Who cares? Liam Hemsworth is it Liam? No, it's the other Hemsworth. One of the. It's the third Hemsworth brother can never have a major. Okay, okay. There's a third one. Yeah, Liam Liam, is Chris, and then there's a third guy who's on Westworld, I think. Okay. Or is there four Hemsworths? We'll figure this all out next Hemsworths, week. There's Hemsworths. There's the point is Skarsgård. The important thing is, is that it's like great guys. cameos, all while making fun of Thor two, but also letting you know what happened in Thor two. Yeah, and like <laughs> paying homage to yeah. that yeah. legit great moment from Thor two. Yeah, and the score that they start playing. It's so funny. No, I didn't do it for him. <laughs> it's so stop Classic. talking about thor okay well it's just because hunt for the will of people is five stars man it's i it's can't a five star i'm gonna move. give it five stars i can't if i'm gonna Shit, give it four stars real let me get real for a second let me get real real if i were to give this movie four stars it would be because real real i don't love the reese darby i think it's stuff, so funny but it's funny and I like Reese Darby a lot, and he's super funny in the role as you Psycho don't Sam. Need it? Yeah, it feels a little extra, a little cartoony. But like you pointed but out, you're coming off of the montage. Is. Everything is mm-hmm. where they've survived the winter, mm-hmm. and they're coming out. And then, then that House leads and the, to the cops finding them. The huge militarized, you know, uh, uh, exaggerated joke about that. And what's yeah. the fastest way out of here? Jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a jetpack? What? No. That's huh? so funny. Yeah. How is that? I've Why got a don't you bunker. like that? It's great. I, forgot, I haven't dug it yet. I haven't dug it yet. Yeah. Oh, man. Psycho mm-hmm. sack. Is it a bush or a man? Bushman. Bushman. <laughs> a little much, but. It is a little it's much. It's good. But so is it's not, Taika as the, the I know. preacher. It's definitely. And again, so is Rachel House. And so is basically every character is like exaggerated, except, except for, for Sam Neill. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Julian Dennis, he's playing a, that's a kid. Totally. That's just totally. straight up like a he's little practic- shit kid. Practically my best friend. Yeah. Tupac. Just oh like man, that's one up. of my favorite parts in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I died in the movie theater when that line was said i think that to go back to what you were saying a second ago where i was like what's so funny about it? what's the funniest moment what's your favorite funny moment first time i watched this movie basically every line that ricky baker said i like lost it and i was like this is the funniest shit ever because every single one of his line reads is perfect it's perfect it's perfect second or third and beyond times i've watched this movie i laugh at how sam neill reacts yeah, because you're the, watching everything else. Yeah, now. and it's like when when he when the kid goes, shit just got real. It's so funny because he cocks it as he says the words, but then 
Sam Neill Samuel says, says it, it. and yeah. I'm like, why would this old man? He goes, yeah, shit just got real. And Ricky, I love get the guns. The, Let's uh, go. He's like, uh, we didn't choose the sex life, and yeah. then Skuck's life yeah, chose, Skuck's chose life us. Chose us. <laughs> Skuck's life. That's the funniest shit, dude. Skuck's life for life. For life, honestly. Dude. That's the most gangster when he's like, ah, I went to jail, you know? That's the oh, most gangster shit gangster. I've ever done. What for? Manslaughter. Oh, double gangster. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was, it was in a bar fight. It was a terrible accident. I paid my time. They're not going to see uh, it like that. Yeah. It's a nice message there too, man. I yeah. like movies that remind you about people that kind of live on the fringe. And people can be rehabilitated you know? or people yeah. can be like, nobody is like... <sighs> Nobody is their mistakes. Again, I go back to let me go back to Marvel for a second. I always think about this example. We gotta take it. We gotta take it back to I Marvel. Always think where are we take it back it to? Do, 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 Iron Man. <laughs> I always go is back to one, this. One, what Iron Man one? Iron Man one. Okay. I always just go back to this thing because I think it had such a, 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 a it left such an impact on me. Talking about how people deserve a second chance, and I think I tr- I think. Keller, you and I both try to, I think you and I basically believe that, I think. Dude, I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> I used time. to go to church all the goddamn time. <laughs> all the time. What a great line. I used to go to church all the goddamn time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's great. Uh, That's great. Um, but I think, uh, I think back to this moment. It's 2008. The first Iron Man movie came out. I loved it. I'm all about it. I'm working at a blockbuster video. I know I've told you this story. I probably told this story on the show before. But when the guy is like, I built war machines. And then he came in and he got the movie and he came back <laughs> when he returned it. And he was like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I'm going to build peace. I'm going to build peace. Wow, this movie changed me. No, but this couple, this like like middle-aged married couple, middle-aged, maybe they're in their 30s and their 40s. Um, fucking, which is middle aged, old. Which, uh, wait, I'm I'm in my tw- early twenties at the time. Hey, people are living longer and longer these days, man. They came up to rent movies at quarter and, age. Yeah, yeah, you Let's are. Give them benefit. Quarter age at a time. That's how you live your life. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> twenty five year chunks, twenty five yeah, yeah, year yeah. increments. Uh, this I'll couple live twenty five years at a time <laughs> renting stuff, and I had no incentive to do this from Blockbuster Video. They 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 weren't promoting anything, but I was like, "Hey, Hunter's never going to turn down if the you, opportunity." If you haven't watched Iron Man yet, it just came out on DVD. You got to rent it; it's awesome. And the guy, I remember, he, like this isn't a big deal, but the guy was like, "Iron Man." <laughs> Yeah, I read those comic books when I was a kid. Uh, okay. Kind of like laughing it off like there's no way that could be a good movie. And then the the woman, the wife, was just like, once a drug addict, always a drug addict. Talking about Robert Downey Jr. And I'm like, I know I don't have to oh, go to yeah. bat for Robert Downey Jr. anymore. He's but a also, multi-multi-millionaire. So what? Once a drug addict, always a drug addict. Yeah. That's number one like it's, the saying of narcotics anonymous you are never yeah. away from it yeah it's you're, always you're there. always an addict you know even when you're even no, when you're recovering two, it can be a genetic thing it's sh- it was three, just like, like such a shitty attitude frankly and it's still i think about it to this day because i'm this 20 something and i'm kid, definitely like you know robert Turner jr didn't like beat his girlfriend or something i know you know? Like, i know that's where and other like, pe- other people have done stuff and have continued to have careers and stuff Mm -hmm. and i they went and picked up chinatown instead didn't they i don't know either like yeah we'll take this roman polanski movie yeah Yeah, like huh what um we'll just take this season of seventh heaven this is what we want to watch what i'm sorry what we didn't know about that when you're working (laughs) at blockbuster (laughs) we did dude no we didn't when did we know about that 
Seventh Heaven was probably still on. I'm when talking you were about actor Stephen, Stephen Collins. Collins. Yeah. Stephen Collins. I don't think we. Wow. I think that was a. What do you want? Post then development. Yeah. It was it. Well, in any case. Either way. Either way. You got vibes watching that show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bummer to hear regular, seemingly nice people. You know that I'm like, what do you have to loot? Like, how are you? Why are you this, in any this, way this invested? Man, yeah, Honestly, did it's, not affect uh, your life negatively in any way. Quite a bit to do with the state of the world. These it's days. just, it's just a bummer. Mm-hmm. To yeah, I think so. I think now looking back, I know it's shitty to say, but I do think I'm like, hmm, who were those people more likely to vote for in 2016? You know That's what I mean? When thing. I when I hear this thing, this attitude Unless of like they've... not caring about other people but maybe they do care but maybe that's just their thing and who knows maybe this woman's life was like wrecked by drug addiction and her family i don't know i don't know what the deal is you know i don't want to presume but again me sitting here being like i don't want to presume i feel like is the opposite of that woman being like hmm, no i know how i feel about this human that i've never met it's like shit it's man. also performance just watch it yeah the movie's not about yeah it's it's iron man like He's there a are instances hero. in which like separating art from artists. That's what this podcast is. It's true. But... Harder than at other times. Yeah. You know? Drug addiction. Yeah. yeah. Never hold it against anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good policy. Unless they are actively harming someone else. Correct, correct. In that addiction and in that... In, mm-hmm. in, you know, them like just just spiraling and going off the deep end or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, when, what you were saying earlier about like people deserve second chances and uh it's nice that this movie has that while still being really funny and sweet yeah it's nice it's nice that you can walk away and, and be like you know what yeah i never feel like he's hateful no i feel like it's he's all curmudgeoning cantankerous he says he hates a child a couple of times yeah. which but is, then the child says it to him yeah you know and that th- that and dude he did break his leg twice yeah hector's just not equipped to like parent he just no, he just doesn't he know how to not expecting that. this at all <laughs> it's so great it's so so great yeah uh boy favorite do you have a favorite moment in the film uh it could be that tupac moment it early when he when he's like when he says says who am i going to name the dog after it's like who's that oh just this really cool rapper basically my best friend yeah yeah it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Would you... I love the moment when he uh, has gotten used to her putting the water bottle in the bed, and mm. then he goes, and then he's about to run away, and he sees it, and he just sits down and holds it. Because it's all, like nobody cares about him, and yeah. that's basically the message yeah. he's received his whole life. Somebody cares. Finally, someone has even like even put consistent effort to care. Mm-hmm. Like Someone can be like, hey, here's your shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. You're gonna love I, it here. I love the way Bella is because she's overly sweet with the birthday cake and everything, but also she's not because she's like, you know, asking him, "You're gonna run away tonight?" And he's like, "Maybe thinking about it." She goes, "Okay, well, just make sure you're back in time for breakfast." It's yeah, the yeah, sweetest yeah. thing. Or the first night he runs away, just and finds gets, him. You know, yeah, up in the hills, and she goes, you know, made all two hundred meters. Yeah, she goes. She lists the food that Hector's making for breakfast. You know, pancakes, eggs. Some, some, what'd she say? Not sausages. She says like some saucies on the side, some saucies. So why don't you come and have breakfast and then you can run away. Like he, she says that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the perfect, exact perfect attitude to have with a kid who doesn't want to be in the situation there. to be like, yeah. look, you like, just try this out. You don't have to, you know, well, I'm not forcing you to be here. It's beautiful. That's great. I think my favorite moment is, um, 
I think I like shit just got real leading into them leaving, leading into Hector being like, I went to jail. Both haiku moments. Yeah, those are so good. Yeah, that first haiku moment where he's like, Up on the bunk Uncle beds. Hick. Yeah. And then Hector has to like sit there and be like, this is the first time I've ever heard my name in a poem. It's like, what? And I liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so and good. then when he's like, you're pretty likable. Yeah. When he tells him that and yeah. then he like smiles a little bit. Yeah. It's so so, so uh. sweet. It's just so sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> don't cry. Don't cry, Keller. Well, you know what was another great part is when uh, is when um, they're at the, like the court proceeding and and Julian Dennison says something where he's like, and I said. And I said, oh, we didn't choose the Skuck's life. life. Uh, Skuck's, Skuck's life chose us. us. <laughs> but he says it's all matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's so funny. And then I said. Yeah. Like a court does position. Yeah, yeah. But saying it's that so good. <laughs> I love the made up words. Oh, you know what? Majestical. No. I know my favorite part. Oh, wait. It's the dude. It's the dad who comes in and goes. It's got to be. Can I get a selfie, bro? I'm imparting my knowledge on the bro. <laughs> and my wisdom on the bro. That entire scene is just we laughed our asses great. off at that that dude i was like i want this guy to be my dad he's yeah. so cool <laughs> he really is and he's so funny such a good vibe he went in there to get a snack took a picture with him left to keep watching this game you want a sausage bro yeah get, yeah he said he said something like get whatever you want it was yeah, so yeah, yeah. funny it was great well that's the movie hunt Guys, for the wilder please people. watch hunt for the wilder people yeah not it's... just that buy the blu-ray if you can Buy have every you done the special features on the on this? What's it I like? I haven't done the commentary. Julian Dennison does the commentary with them. What? It's Julian Dennison, Sam Neill, and Tyka no. all three doing the commentary. Oh. And I bet that is perfect. I really want to listen to that. I do too. I bet it's so, so good. Yeah. What's the best ever commentary you've ever heard? Can you remember? It depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Like the Thor Ragnarok commentary is very funny. Yep. Because I, he's just making up bullshit about <laughs> how they did shit. It's not real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love. And then he'll go into like a very serious moment about colonialism. And then we had to yeah. do this. Not even that. It's just yeah. like, you'll just like go into a technical filmmaking yeah. moment for a second boop, and then boop, be like, boop, boop. and that's me. And that's me. Yeah. Anytime you see Chris Hemsworth, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about the commentary for Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. International Man of Mystery. International. Because Mike Myers is so funny, but also I learned a bunch about like how they made that movie. And it's mm-hmm. it, he just like has great stories of how they were filming it, which is super fun. They filmed it in Las Vegas at 3 in the morning. I love the commentary for Tropic Thunder. Talking about movies from 2008, Robert Downey, because Robert Downey does it in character. Like he says oh, in the movie, yeah, I, I don't drop character until I do DVD commentary. He does it in character. And that. Jack Black is like 30 minutes late and he brought in and out fries. So they just rag on it's him the so whole time. Funny. It's great. That, that's so that was, a, that was a really good commentary. Yeah. That was that, great. So that's, that's insane. But by the Taika Waititi filmography. I don't have Eagle versus Shark. But Will I, you get it? I have maybe as just like the, to complete to the have set, the completion set. Like I have every, but I also pretty much love every Wes Anderson movie. True, you do. You love Bottle Rocket more than Eagle versus Shark for sure. Definitely for sure. I Definitely. would say I like Bottle Rocket more than Eagle versus Shark. Bottle Rocket's a better movie than Eagle versus Shark. Yup, 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 yup. But Bottle Rocket like is something in 
It's weird and different. It is. Eagle versus versus Shark shark is, but also while still fitting into these rom-com cliches kind of, but also like oddball, Garden Uh State-y Uh-huh. Little Miss Sunshine. It's so much better than Garden State, though. Napoleon. Oh, yeah, yeah. How could you even mention that film? Well, only because I bet (laughs) that was probably a comparison at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It's like two oddball. Yeah. Yeah. Two weirdos. She's so weird. She likes music. Yeah. What a weirdo. Um, <laughs> did uh, did did Eagle vs Shark even come out on Blu-ray? I don't know. Was it only I'm a DVD? Doubt it. Man. But also, if only there was a show about physical media. Like, there's not even subtitles on the DVD of Boy that I have. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, the Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh wow. Isn't that crazy? That's very cool. It's I think cool. it's cool. It forces you to listen. But also, what but also, who yeah, the accessibility. I agree. Yeah, yeah it's a, that's an issue. That's a that's a real <laughs> yeah, issue. We should, yeah, yeah. We, should we should write look into that. We should write to Taika. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keller, what's the next movie we're talking about? Where can people watch it? <laughs> Guys, we did it. We did it. Three D time. <laughs> this is the first three D Marvel movie we'll be watching for this podcast, <laughs> and Hector <laughs> is so excited. <sighs> And it is my personal favorite Marvel film. Yep. Yes, it is. Easily. And that movie is? Thor Ragnarok. There it is. There it is. In case it was any uh, uh, question. Any question. Uh, where can people watch it? Disney Plus? Disney Plus. Yeah. Is that it? And the Magnolia channel, apparently. What? Are you serious? Yeah, Magnolia Selects. Magnolia has their own streaming thing now. So you can watch a bunch of indie movies. Weird. How is Thor Ragnarok on there? I don't know. This app is weird. Sometimes I think this app is not up sometimes, to date. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like somebody's watching me. <laughs> <laughs> so go watch Thor Ragnarok, streaming on Disney+, Plus, streaming on the Magnolia channel, rentable everywhere else. Go rent it. Or if you don't already have a, a Blu-ray copy of it and you like this movie, use it as an excuse. Get the Order the movie. It's Get it. Get the Blu-ray. Um I think that the 3D is pretty great overall. And we'll talk about that a little bit next week because I always like to take that opportunity. So yeah, if you have a 3D TV and you don't yet have Thor Ragnarok on 3D, import that shit from the UK. Okay, it's that's all I'm saying. worth it. It is. Even just for that first scene yep. with the Mjolnir Surter. POV yes. shot. <laughs> yep. 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 Thunk, yep. Thunk, yep. Thunk, thunk. Come from the land of the ice and snow. Heimdall. Heimdall, open a gate. <laughs> and then he doesn't. And then he has to run away from a dragon. Behold, my we stuff. We have to stop. <gasps> okay. Um, lastly, I want to thank everybody for listening and supporting us and being great. If you just skipped ahead till the end of the podcast to hear uh-huh. to hear what we thought, we loved Hunt for the Wilder People. Great movie. Five stars. <clears throat> we have a Patreon. So tell your friends, uh, tell your loved ones, tell your family if you can afford it and you would like to support us. Please do. We think we're and giving... you're interested in what we have to say about Hot Rod or The Iron Giant or Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun directed by Steven Spielberg. That's a good one. I think it's a little slept on. The Iron Giant directed by Brad Root. I think it's That's a little slept on considering they're both not on this goddamn list. Hot Rod directed by Rod Kimball. No, we have to give Hot Rod directed that by Will woman Ferrell. credit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm trying to give the Lonely Island credit, but we should give the or actual no. director of that film... I think she's the writer. The credit for that. Yeah, I think so too. It and was originally supposed to be a Will Ferrell yeah. vehicle, as they say. And she's like written the best comedies. She writes nuts 
uh, funny stuff that really? doesn't fit. Nuts funny stuff? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Keller. All right. <laughs> oh, Nuts boy. Nuts funny stuff. Nuts funny stuff. We're definitely going to give her credit when we release our commentary track for the movie Hot Rod. And like Keller said, we're also doing bonus podcast. Pam Brady. Pam Brady. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. She wrote the South Park movie. Oh, brilliant. Short Team America. Oh, hilarious. So, so that's she, what she, I mean. She gave She's us fucking Matt Damon. Nuts funny, Nuts dude. funny. Uh, nuts funny. But <laughs> it sounds like Doug's dog. Yeah. <laughs> Not pork chop, but another one named Nuts. I just got a hamster named Nuts. <laughs> nuts Full funny. Full name Nuts funny. <laughs> N-U-T-Z. We have a Patreon. We have a dollar and a five dollar tier so check it out if you would be so inclined. We really, really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Continue to send us messages. You can tweet at us. You can yeah. leave us an email. Uh, we're at 500. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. 500GFpodcast uh, at gmail.com. I think it's F00GreatestFilms at gmail.com. Oh, I lied. 500 greatest That's, films. I said the uh, Twitter handle. <laughs> the Twitter handle is 500GFpodcast. Yes. And the email is 500GreatestFilms at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Send us an email and we'll read it, man. We don't have anything new, new, new we'll no new messages. Read it. We will. We will. Should we read a message from the Patreon? Sure, we pa- already got one. Patreon and uh, Patreon. We can even answer the question on the. Let's air. do it. Where do we go to, to look at messages? Where do we go? I found it. Here we go. You have it already. Yeah. Okay. What's our first and only message from Alberto in the inbox? Go for it. Hi. First of all, thank you for doing your Patreon. I've been waiting for a long time. Second of all. Do you happen to have a Blu-ray version of Star Trek Into Darkness in 3D? I, I do, sp- Alberto. I'm not going to give it to you, bud. That's that's mine to keep. That's not what he's saying. I know. <laughs> Hector. Hector, chill out, man. But it'd be so funny. People message us. They're like, hey, first of all, big Can fans. I have Secondly, it? <laughs> do you have this movie? I want it. <laughs> I have a spare duplicate that I bought once by mistake thinking I didn't have it. And you oh. guys love 3D. And I do not have anywhere to see it. What? Oh no! So I wonder if once COVID ends, I can send it to you. Well, we so I honestly I know I made a joke because I had read this message earlier, Alberto. That's the nicest dang thing. It really, really is. I already do have a copy, and I wish you had a way to watch it. I do because Star Trek Into Darkness. I worked on it. Yeah, I, d- I did some 3D shots. Your I'm, least I'm favorite, pretty of effing proud of of the, the new Star, Star Trek. Trek yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. But you do. I think there's some cool. 3D Hector in likes it. it. I think there's some. Cool Hector 3D likes in it. that movie. I do. I do. I wish, as much as I much wish, as he wishes he didn't like that I movie, know, I know he still likes it. I do. I love Khan, but I wish Khan was a brown guy. But still, yeah. is is I, th- I think it's a pretty slick, fun movie. Well, what's going to be great? Good stuff is when we eventually do a Wrath of Khan commentary mm, ooh. or an episode. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So Those to, are the possibilities with answer the, on the Patreon. Albert, uh, Alberto, Al, if you can find. Um, I hope you can find a home for it. Yeah, me too. It sounds really dumb, but I'm like, maybe go to eBay and try to sell it. Or if that's not like counter or if that's not like just like worth it money wise in Los Angeles, I'm waiting for Amoeba to open back up because they like move locations. But mm-hmm. I, was, I would always go to Amoeba to trade in my movies and Blu-rays and DVDs and get like store credit or cash or whatever. If yeah, there's I a place you can... Yeah, Amoeba's working right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, di- I did hear that the that the store in San Fran is going to open up for the first time in months or whatever. So, so Alberto, thank you so much for that question. Yes, thank you. Thank, thank you, for, you for signing up for the Patreon. Wow. We can we have three people already signed up. It's awesome. Our boy Aussie. Yeah, awesome. We're trying to... Yeah, we're trying. 
and Tom. Uh, thank you to Alberto, Asi, and Tom. Thank you. The three amigos. The three amigos. The three musketeers. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the chocolate bar, because if I would, I would say they should get 100 grand. Uh, but also, <laughs> there's four musketeers in that movie. <laughs> there is. Everybody forgets Chris O'Donnell. Is he the fourth one? Yeah. He's like the new guy, huh? Yeah. It's Oliver Platt, two other people I don't remember. Oliver Platt, Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. Uh, then it's got to be Emilio Estevez. It's not, though. It's yeah, not, look it though. Up. Yeah. But I am going to look it up. <laughs> okay, well, you do that. Oh, it's Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. How could I forget? I didn't even have to look it How up. How could I forget? How could I forget the <laughs> Kiefer? Is that on Disney Plus? Yeah. We should watch that one night. I used to love that movie. Me too. Me too. I wonder if it holds up. Me All too. Oliver Platt's funny as hell in that movie. I agree. Me too. And I wonder if that holds up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> then we should watch Ready to Rumble. Is he in that? Yeah. I haven't seen that. He's uh, uh he's not Diamond Dallas Page. What is he? He's like he's like Jimmy the King, whatever they, whatever the fake you wrestler. You know Ready to Rumble, the fake wrestling movie? Never heard of it. Oh, okay, with Scott Can. I don't know what that and, is. Uh, Scott Con. Scott Con, and uh, James Con's son. You're gonna yeah. call him Scott Can. Scott Can. It's James Con and Scott. You Can. seen uh, Jimmy Can in uh, the Godfather? <laughs> in the what? The Godfather. The Godfather. Anyway, in Oakians Eleven. Oakians. And Billy Arcade. Jimmy Can. Jimmy Can. Uh, an elf. Um. Everybody, thank you so much for listening again. Thanks for checking out our Patreon. Thank you for uh, supporting us and, and being great. Go watch Thor Ragnarok, and we'll see you guys in a week. Bye. Bye.